With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Utah Jazz are seeing a common foe once again. It's the third time against the Dallas Mavericks. And the previous two, team is everything, rang true. It was Grayson Allen and George Niang in Dallas. Uh-huh. Left corner, Niang, three ball. Got it, George Niang. Nine points. Quinn Snyder is going to have a hard time keeping George Niang out of the rotation. Rebound Jazz, Grayson Allen to the front court. Allen outside the three-point line, attacks Brunson, big step to the rack and scored it. And Rick Carlisle wants a timeout as Grayson Allen goes coast to coast. Alec Burks getting the Jazz the win in Salt Lake City. AD drives at Wesley. He falls down, gets back to AD, hits the three, put the yellow tape out. We had a crime committed. And tonight, they'll need the same collective effort against the rookie star, Luka Doncic. From downtown Dallas, it's the Jazz and the Mavericks. Tip-off is now. David, I'm looking for a couple of things tonight. I heard Quinn Snyder talk about if your angle's on your screens, you don't have those right, your play doesn't work. Very important for the Jazz. The other, we talked about not fouling. Very important for the Jazz. They put a lot of emphasis on that. This is what they've done here in the last two ball games against the Jazz. 55 for 65. So they've filed, been, been to the free throw line 65 times in two ball games. That's 40 of them in one of those two games. Yes. That's way too many. Huh? Building off what I mentioned earlier, Dennis Smith tonight will try to keep you up to date on this broadcast, not letting him cut back, and he wants to get to his left hand. So we'll see if the Jazz can deny that. I thought there was an interesting moment at shoot-around, Ron, as we're about to get underway, and I'll have to try to get it to you here in a second as they jump it up. Leon Wood, Tony Brothers, and Merritt Kogan have been assigned to us, whether we want them or not. And they are with us. Olivia the Ring, Ken, the dad of a cross-country champion. Ron Boone and David Locke all with you from Dallas. Ken's our engineer. Olivia is our statistician. Here's Harrison Barnes on a pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound. Gobert. Barnes struggling for the year. Mavericks come in at 5-8. We'll give you kind of their key guys as the opening possessions develop as Rubio penetrates. Finds it back to Gobert. Lays it up and in. Great catch. Nice give. Early two for the Jazz. It's not quite a high pass, but it's another shot at the rim. Jazz, the second most amount of shots at the rim. Driving the basket, Dennis Smith on his right hand gets to the basket and scores. He had 27 against Utah here in Dallas. We're tied at two. Joe Ingles, no headband tonight. Drives, and we have a foul, and it's going to be on Dallas for freedom of movement. It's interesting, Ron, the freedom of movement calls. So much has been talked about. It's, the new, it's not a new rule. It's a new emphasis by the officials. It started off the ball on wing cuts. It is now being called almost all the time on rolls. 
Which is good for the Jazz. It's perfect for the Jazz with the way the Jazz like to use that. And here Ingles we go again. to the basket. DeAndre Jordan does not leave Rudy Gobert at all. Joe Ingles lays it up and in. And Rick Carlisle calls a timeout. The last 24 hours, the number one news story in Dallas has been that DeAndre Jordan is selfish, that they're disappointed with him, that he's not playing team basketball. And right there, he sat in the lap of Rudy Gobert and let Joe Ingles drive right down the middle of the lane. And that storyline is now hot. And with us for the evening, time out on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. The whole concept of, of trench warfare, we actually discussed that specifically and that we need to be a team that, you know, that can be in the trenches, that can live in the trenches when we need to, and then also, you know, be more modern when, when we have the opportunity. Rick Carlisle. The true point guard position is going to be a harder position to learn. It's just, it just takes more time. If you're Donovan Mitchell playing with a guy like Rubio, you got a really good thing going there. you got a guy with experience, a guy who's had a, had a lot of experience with young players, has been a young player himself. Dennis is uh, playing with Wes Matthews, but inherently the position of point guard has a, has a lot more going on. Rick Carlisle talking about Dennis Smith Jr. and our jazz sound flash and Quinn Snyder with a great quote about being in the trenches, but at times being modern. It's a great backstory to that that Quinn kind of alluded to, I'll share, about his talk with the team about World War I. Chad is Sound Flash brought to you by New Skin. Here's Joe Ingles. Cut off at the top, gives it up top to Rubio. They're leaving Rubio to cut off Ingles on the curl. So Ingles pops to the corner. Catch and shoot, right corner three, no good. Jazz shoot the most amount of corner threes of any team in the NBA. Here's Dennis Smith to his left hand like he prefers. Rubio from behind him knocks him down, knocks it away. Smith diving on the ground, picks it up. Rubio ties him up for a jump ball. Rudy Gobert didn't go down for the ball, but I, I'm not I'm not sure he's supposed to go down for the ball that far. Dennis Smith might have gotten poked in the eye by Rubio. Rubio seems actually bothered by what has just happened. Well, he's still on the floor there, but what I was impressed with, time out, I don't know if you see on the replay, you see what Rudy did? Rudy could see that, that he was having problems with the basketball and that Rubio was probably going to tie him up. So he raced and got in front of DeAndre Jordan so that pass couldn't be made. Oh, that's interesting. Good yeah. pickup, Ron. We're just underway here, 4-2. If you don't know the Mavericks well, they're 5-8 and eight on the season. Their leading scorer is Luka Doncic, who was the third pick of the NBA draft. They gave up a future first, so they don't have their first-round pick. Atlanta made the trade. I guess they could if they lose enough games, but they don't seem like they're on that pace. It's a little protected. The pick that's not protected, by the way, just side story, is the Miami pick that Philadelphia has from a draft day trade. Inside the lane, a missing is Doncic, and here comes Joe Ingles with DeAndre Jordan on him. Ball fakes a three. They reset Ingles. Ingles then flips it off to Donovan Mitchell, who curls left to right into the lane, fouled by Matthews and Ron. I, I actually stopped there on the play-by-play because -play I was so impressed by what I just saw. We went to practice yesterday. Quinn basically went, took the guys through some concepts. He said, we're not instituting these plays now, but I want you guys to think about these concepts. Last night I saw Quinn and I asked him, like, do you really not put those in? He goes, no, if I show it to them, then they'll actually do it. And then they're doing it. Instead. They just did the entire concept of what to do if someone's switching one through five. Instead of just attacking them downhill, run that guy into a pick and make them figure out if he's going to switch again or not. And it gave Donovan the line to the basket. It's amazing what, what, how Quinn is, 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 
you know, put in everything now and, and to the point where it becomes muscle memory for him. I mean, in this case, they have not practiced on that, have they? No, he walked it through once, and then Joe Ingles and Donovan just executed it. 6-2. Yeah. Here's Donkic right side. Top to Smith. Smith has been playing fewer minutes the last few games. Dallas has won three of four. Harrison Barnes in the lane draws the foul on Favors. Donovan just did a great job of locking in on Wesley Matthews, who likes to. He's one of the players that will curl around that screen from, from the baseline. And Donovan did a great job of, of riding and, and staying there. That's in my notes. It's another shooter on execution right there. We're really far away tonight, so we don't feel the game at all. And we probably can't tell you, and frankly, there'll be moments where we can't kind of see exactly what happened. But we do have truly a bird's eye view from the perch up here that you can see what exactly what you've heard us talk about is these play call developments and things like that a little bit more than maybe you can on some other nights. They're just the only thing is that the players are all two foot three tonight instead of six foot five. Six four free throws are good. Here comes Donovan with his orange shoes again tonight. Left side to Joe Ingles. Ingles drives to the baseline, stops, flips it back to Donovan. Stayed after late for shooter and tries to swing through on Wesley Matthews. Instead, it's a turnover. Donkic leads the break. Rudy doesn't see him. Donkic goes to the line, lays it up and in. Jazz didn't pick up the ball. They were back defensively, but had a tough time in transition. Remember, we talked about it early in the broadcast. Dallas is fourth in the league in transition, largely because of Donkic. Favors bumping and backing the rookie with a left-hand scoop to the score. Started on the right block, worked him across to the left, and nicely laid it up and in. And there's Derek Favors. 8-6 Utah. And a turnover on Donkic. Joe Ingles holding on to him. He swipes him away. Let's watch Joe Ingles. He got a reaction out of the rookie, and we all love Joe. If he's on the other team, you don't love him so much. He might take the Manu Ginobili role in this league at this point. The guy you know that you admire, but he's on the other team, so it really bugs you. Down low, Favors going up to dunk on Donkic. Gets it blocked, gets it back, misses again. Luka Donkic denying at the front door. Here's Smith. Wants to get to his left hand. Instead, he'll step back for a three over Donovan. No good. Rebound faves. Knocks Rudy to the ground. The whole discussion around the team for the last two days has been stealing rebounds. Rubio, beautiful drive. Cut off. Stops. Trying to find the last guy through. It's Gobert. Left-hander at the rim. No. Tip follow with the right hand. Yes. He is so skilled with his ambidextrous play. Yeah, that second jump is so important. I mean, just think about the number of players at the second leap after a rebound. How many rebounds it gets them? 10-6. Smith, backdoor cut, gives it from DeAndre Jordan, who had seven assists against the Jazz last time. Or actually, last time we were here, and Jordan gets another one right there, 10-8. Two, two oldest plays in the history of the NBA or basketball is the give-and-go and the pick-and-roll. And they still both and work. they still work. Rubio's really not being guarded. Takes a mid-range jumper, misses it. Favors tries to fly in for the rebound. His offensive rebounding rate's the best it's ever been in his career by a mile, but he can't get this one. Back cut here by Matthews. Cut off beautifully by Gobert. Steps to the baseline. Fires and hits. Former Marquette Warrior. Picked up by the Jazz undrafted and spent a year with Utah before heading to Portland. Matthews shooting 42%, averaging 16, 17 points a ball game. Beautiful wiggle by Donovan Mitchell into the lane. Driving angle left. Big step right. Come back left. Lays it up past DeAndre Jordan and lays it up and in. They think Finley Smith. Dockage driving. Blocked by Favors. Payback. Here comes... Ingles, stop and pop three in transition. Swish. 15-10 Utah. Joe Ingles off the bounce. So improved on those three-pointers, and it's such an important shot in this league. Should be right behind 
Gordon, I think, by the end of the year, you think? Three-point field goals? Probably. He's going to pass somebody on tonight. Barnes misses. Beautiful. Rubio, long outlet to Ingles. He's going to drop it. He does. Out of bounds. Stops. He'll say hi to the Soldiers. Mm-hmm. And now the Mavericks come the other way on a five-on-four break. Pass down low to Jordan. Jordan trying to bump and back over. Gobert misses. Rebounds tapped around. Rudy has it. Great stop by the Jazz there. Joe Ingles, by the way, this year, 11 of 25 off the bounce, 45% on threes. Mid-range jumper for Rubio, no good. Ricky really struggling with his shot right now. 5 of 24 against Dallas so far this year. Dennis Smith fading back, left side, no good. Foul on the rebound. It's going to be on Donovan pushing Jordan. Well, Dallas clearly is going to let Ricky Rubio shoot, Ron, and he's not making him. He is 5 of 24 against Dallas this year. He does have 20 dimes. More concerning in the last five games for Ricky, below 30% for the field and below 20% from three. So Dallas scout on this game. Their assistant coach, Jenny Busick, did her work and broke down what they want. It's clear they are going way under on Ricky Rubio. Yeah, if, if he gets hot, then the Jazz might run away with this ballgame, if, if that's the case. Jay Crowder comes in for Derek Favors. Alec Burks comes in as well. This lineup for the Jazz, Favor with Gobert and Crowder, has been incredible this year. Starters are plus five, though, again tonight. Donkic, one-on-one on Rubio. Slovenia versus Spain. Step back to his left hand for a three. Hits it. That's his shot. Donkic's shot is a step back to left to get the right-handed shot off. He took a deep three there. Hit since 14-13. Here's Ingles. High pick and roll. They're coming off. Burks this time. And we have an illegal defense or a foul on DeAndre Jordan. Okay, so we talk about it all the time. You have to defend the Jazz offense, pick and roll in their handoffs with a third guy. What, what's happening here is unique. We haven't seen this. The Mavericks are bringing the third guy from the wing. First guy removed from the wing, sitting in the middle of the paint on the nail, cutting off Ingles' drive. We'll see how Quinn Snyder reacts. Ingles pops out right side, thinks about a three, doesn't take it. Instead, comes out the pick, bounces to Rubio. He drives by Berea, flares it back to Ingles for three. Got it, Joe Ingles. Stitches over the left eye and a left hand that's rocket hot. 18-13. Harrison Barnes left wide open, right corner three, hits it. Defensive breakdown by Utah, 18-16 the score. Jazz are the 10th best offense in the half court this year. 8th best offense overall. Here's Rubio working the left side. Penetrates. Terminates the dribble. Crowder gets himself free. Immediately taps it to A.B. A.B. guarded by Donkic. Beats him to the basket. Easy layup for two. Donkic's defense is suspect. There's a few murmurs around the league with people talking about how he's being torched. Often by teams that passed on him. Definitely torched there. Berea into the paint. Fades back over Rubio. Hits the 8-footer. And they really compliment Berea on how well he's starting to play right now. Well, he and Dennis Smith are splitting minutes one-to-one right now. And since they've done that, Dallas has won three of four. 20-18 Utah. Joe Ingles right side. Bounces it out to Crowder. Crowder cross-court pass. Bounce pass to Rubio. Three for Ricky's no good. He's 0 for 3 to start the night. 5 of 25 against Dallas this year. 20-18 Utah. Foul down low. DeAndre Jordan shoving off on Rudy Gobert, and that's going to be his first foul. Rubio swipes at his side, frustratedly goes out of the game. Dante Exum came in. Boy, did Dante ever earn the praise of Quinn Snyder after the game. Quinn Snyder got asked about Rudy Gobert and answered a question, answered about Dante Exum. 
after the game the other night about how excited he was about how he bounced back. Dante had a terrible game against, was it Boston? Yes. Yes. And Quinn and Dante spent some time together in between those two times, and they probably weren't discussing Christmas cards, holiday decorations, and things of that nature. It was a fairly intense time, and for Dante to bounce back and dictate that game defensively the way he did, Quinn was ecstatic. Yeah, and I've always liked his defense. I think he's he's one of the better on-ball defenders maybe in the league, especially on the Jazz team. At, at, at his height at six foot six. So it's Exum Burks and along with Crowder and Gobert with Ingles as well. Foul off the ball. Foul on Crowder off the ball. The Exum Burks combination, Ron, I was surprised today. I was doing some prep. I have a tendency to do that. Dante and Alec together plus 10 this year when they're on the floor together per 100 possessions. Interesting. Alec Burks, is, I think, is going to be a key to the Jazz this year. If he continues to shoot the ball and play the way he's playing, free throws is off the charts, three-point shootings off the charts as well. Berea, left hand, excuse me, Donkic, left hand drive, jump pass to Berea, right corner three over Dante, no. Offensive rebound, Jordan took it away from Donkic like he did the other day on a defensive rebound. To his back cutting, Wesley Matthews layup was good. Dante Exum getting a discussion with Quinn Snyder about something there. We're tied at 20. We'll take the timeout here on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now. get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. We're tied at 20 here, and tonight is one of the great nights to be a part of the NBA. The Dallas Maverick organization has been in the headlines for every wrong reason imaginable for the last 18 months. But to their credit, for the last 13 years, the 14th, this is the 14th, yes, the members of their season ticket holder give up their front row seats one night every single season. It happens to be against us for the third time. And they give them to members of the military here in the local area. So the front row tonight, every seat, 172 of them, have been donated. And they're all wounded service members this year. So really a wonderful, wonderful event. Tip of the hat to the Maverick organization for this event. Joe Ingles drives the baseline, caught in the air, throws out to Crowder. Catch and shoot angle, left three, no good. Jordan and Gobert, two of the best rebounders in the NBA, go after it, and it's controlled by DeAndre Jordan. We're tied at 20. Mavericks have hit four of their last five shots, and it's the minute J.J. Barea comes in the game. They're under or, they're under structure, they're playing well, and he's working here on the left side of the floor. Bounces to a rolling Jordan. Gobert's at the basket, and Jordan scores over him. Boy, does he change the game. I mean, Dennis Smith had them all over the place. And he comes in and has just changed it. 6-0 run. Axum off a Gobert pick. Right hand floated way hard. Rebound comes down to Dunkage. Long outlet to go to Jordan. Cut off by A.B. Knocked away and a whistle and a foul. The Thurl Bailey, you want your geeky note of the night? I love it. The Utah Jazz. In the paint, non-restricted area. Okay. So that's the shot Dante just took, right? Not not at the rim, but in the paint. Right. Shooting 30% for the season, last in the NBA. 
30% on that push floater shot. It's not a good shot. The league shoots 39% in the paint, non-restricted area. Oh, we don't see the Jazz shoot a lot of those anyway in their in their uh, offense. So whenever we see it, it's, it's a rare shot. But obviously, we're not hitting it. Dante Exum bothering Berea, knocks it in the backcourt, hassles him on the way up. Berea stops on a dime, fires a three. Dante trying to recover, falls on top of him, and fouls him. I'm not sure that Dante. I'm, I'm giving Dante the benefit here. That was a flop. Well, it was a, a, because Berea had already hit the floor. When Berea the, when hit the floor before Dante hit him. Yeah. And that shot, there was no chance because of the defense that Berea was going to make that. Berea's changed the game tonight. They've He changed the game the last two. He's averaging 18 points a game in his last two. Misses the free you, throw. You, you asked that question earlier about between him and Smith. Brand knows how to play. Smith has I mean, no clue. He, he, exactly. He has a ton of ability, but he doesn't know how to, to play the game like Brea does. Next free throw is good. Throw Bailey, what are you seeing right now? Well, I like the pace of the game for the Jazz. Yeah, I think the Jazz are doing a good job of, of getting the shots they want. And now it's about knocking them down and and uh, getting back on that transition defense. But you talked about Berea. A lot of times there's something to a player having history with a team. And Berea has that with the Jazz. Donovan getting trapped up top. Loses control of the ball. Now regains. Gives to Crowder. Crowder underhand scoop to A.B. Catch and shoot angle left three is long. And the rebound comes down to the Mavericks. Devin Harris, former Jazz man on the floor. He was acquired in the Darren Williams trade. 8-0 run by the Mavericks. Berea driving the basket. Underhand scoops to Powell. Favors reaches in and fouls. J.J. Barea has changed his basketball game. How many times has that been said on a jazz broadcast? Often. Thurl Bailey is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. We want you to love your car buying experience. That's why we developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Dwight Powell free throws good. It's interesting. In the previous two meetings, the jazz... Bench was the better of the two benches and changed the game. Did you know who holds the Jazz record for... Oh, shoot, I didn't get to finish reading it. It was up on the board, and it was some Thurl Bailey record. What'd they just put on about you on TV, Thurl? Oh, most points scored in a game with 15 minutes or less. Thurl, Dante, right L corner. Drives in the lane, stops, hands it back to Crowder. Behind the three-point line for the former Maverick. No good. Rebound comes down to the Mavericks. Jazz are 2 of 8 from 3. Do not have a field goal since the 5-0-1 mark. They've missed five straight shots. Are on the wrong end of a 10-0 run right now. Down 26-20. J.J. Barea, top to Dwight Powell. Hands back to Barea. Drives in the lane, flares it back out. Kleba bypasses the three as Dante with a nice close. Cross-court pass to Bray. has got a cool climb to the top floor to get it. Bounces to Powell. Slam dunk. Jazz defense has really struggled this year when Rudy Gobert is off the floor. and They are not getting stops right now. 28-20. Right corner Crowder drives on Kleba to the basket. Reverse layup. Good. Beautiful move by Jay Crowder. Used his body to clear space on the drive. Yeah, he really was ready to drive once he caught the basketball. Mavericks have scored on six of seven. Here's Kleba, or Powell. Powell played at Stanford. Backdoor cut to Finney Smith. Bumped and fouled by Grayson Allen. Interesting move tonight. Thorough by Quinn Snyder. He has decided that they're 11 games into the season. He said, you know, I might think that I know that Royce O'Neal's the best guy to play, but I actually 
There's no fair evaluation that's actually going on here. We have a bunch of really talented guys, and I don't know that Alec Burks is better than Grayson Allen and that Dante Exum's better than Alec Burks and because I'm not playing all of them. And so he's going to start rotating these guys in and out. Tonight, Royce is out of the rotation. Grayson will get time. But the goal is that you end up with the best team you can end up possible in March and April. And it's true. And then, I'm sorry, Bruno, but uh, on his pregame interview, he talked about Grayson Allen having some success against Dallas the last time out. So I think that was that could factor in as well. Dante, high pick and roll with favors, gets cut off by Harris. Comes back the other way. Harris tries to fight through the pick. Dante's into the lane, puts up a lob to favors, who dunks it. Remember a moment ago we talked about how that shot is a 30% shot? It's a lot easier to throw a lob into a wider area for a guy to dunk than try to put it in that small little cylinder. And that's exactly what Dante did right there. 28-24. Jazz break the drought. Berea. Powell back to Berea. Favors switching out on him. Berea works the left-hand dribble on Favors. Favors engulfs him as he goes to the basket, and Berea finds a way to get the shot off. 24 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock and game clock are virtually the same. Donovan at the top with Berea tethered to him like Velcro. Won't leave him. 30-24. Donovan swings through. They double-team. He swings to Dante right side. Dante shoots with eight on the clock and misses. Why did he do that? Here comes Harris on a free possession. Harris going to the basket. Harris hands to Powell who lays it up and it might be late. Quinn Snyder just talking to Dante and Donna right now saying you can't shoot that with eight seconds. You gave up an entire possession. Yeah, I'm not sure if this basket's going to count or not. Though. 30 to 24, Mavericks by six. Thurl, hopefully we'll have better news in the third quarter when we chat. All right, guys. That is Big T, Thurl Bailey, Mavericks by six on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Keeps driving, blocked by favors. Payback. Here comes Ingles. Stop and pop three in transition. Swish. Joe Ingles off the bounce. So improved on those three-pointers, and it's such an important shot in this league. Jazz come out down six. Donovan Mitchell works the right side. Floats up a short shot. No good. Jazz only took three shots that weren't at the rim or threes, but they didn't hit. Two of eight from three in the first quarter. Here's J.J. Beret on the right side. He changed the game when he came in. He got them under order and has put the Mavericks in control, who made seven of their last eight shots. Here, Beret throws up an air ball. Rebound Crowder out to Allen. Grayson in the lane. Flares it out to Mitchell. Back to Grayson in the left corner. Jab steps. Now puts it on the deck. Works to the middle. Throws it back out to Dante. They are really leaving the Jazz point guards wide open. Crowder hands to Mitchell. Turns the corner on Harris. Jump stops in the lane. Floats it up and in. Donovan Mitchell. Second field goal of the night for Donovan. He's got six points. Jazz back within four. Jazz led by five in the first. Then found themselves down eight. Grayson Allen guarding Devin Harris on the right side. Comes off the pick and roll. He goes under. Harris fires the mid-range jumper and hits. Got to remember to jump ball side on that and force that the other direction. Donovan to the corner to Crowder. Wide open catch and shoot corner three. No good. Jazz get the most corner three shots of any team in the NBA. The problem is they're 26th in shooting them at 30%. 
32-26. Here's J.J. Barea, Puerto Rican, in his 13th year. And a foul off the ball. Mavericks, by the way, doing this wonderful promotion for the soldiers, seats for soldiers. This is the 14th year. In the 13 previous years, they're 11 and 2, including two wins over the Jazz. Don't know why we like this promotion so much. I guess goodness over Jazz wins, but come on now. Yeah, it looks like Alec Burks has checked in for Dante Exum. Dante Exum. So Donovan Mitchell will play the point guard with. Grayson Allen and Alec Burks lob down low. Donovan comes up and knocks it away. Nice job. Donovan. So new lineups we're seeing tonight. We saw Donovan Mitchell, Dante Exum, and Grayson Allen on the backcourt. Now we see the Jazz with Allen, Mitchell, and Burks. Crowder and Favors. Inbound pass sneaks by Favors to the basket. Going up for it and losing it out of bounds. Actually, they'll call it a block by Favors off the leg of the Mavericks. Donovan loses the dribble. Hands to Davies. Trapped in the corner. Top to Crowder. Crowder drives on Klebo. High pout. Gets it swatted into the second row. Maxi Kleba. Third max in the history of the NBA. How's that for a note right there, Ron Boone? Irrelevant. A.B. inbounds left corner. Donovan, beautiful pocket pass to Favors to the basket. Layup good. Derek Favors, we open the broadcast talking about the career year he's having. He's got six points, two rebounds to start. Uh, and Derek is only getting t- 22 minutes of ball game this year. Powell. But those are very productive minutes. Ball picking Favors. Gives it up to Berea. Nicely guarded by Grayson Allen. Kick back top to Powell for three, who does not shoot him well, and he misses. Here's A.B. Chests it down on the left side. Grayson had 11 against Dallas. He'll just take the three and swish. Grayson Allen with a filthy three over J.J. Barea. Leads Rick Carlisle to take a timeout. That's the kind of play that makes you think Grayson Allen might be able to play a little bit. He's not played in three games. But one dribble to your left. When they drop back and you bomb it and hit it. Timeout, Jazz. Mavericks 32, Jazz 31. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. It's game one. The Chicago Bulls versus the Utah Jazz. The Delta Center in Salt Lake City, one of the loudest buildings in all of sports, a place where the Jazz enjoy a distinct home court advantage and where a sellout crowd is ready to rock the Raptors for game one of this rematch in the NBA Finals. Jazz basketball, remembering game one of that 98 finals. First play out here, Devin Harris drives it. Grayson Allen, and Allen fouls him. He makes the bucket to make it 34-31. Allen's got three fouls in six minutes. Donovan to the basket. A lot of contact. No call. Loose ball rebound. Mitchell has it. Out to Allen. Grayson drives to the basket. Jump pass out to Niang. Ball fakes. Penetrates. Kicks to the corner. It's knocked away by Kleba. 
And Niang turns to Mitchell and says, my bad. I should have gone back to you in that corner. Yeah, exactly. And he wanted to throw it to Grayson Allen, but a great job there by Devin Harris by taking that angle away and, and racing to Grayson Allen. And Yang was already up in the air, so he had the... Grayson Allen, five minutes, three fouls. Catch and shoot by Donovan on the inbound with four on the shot clock, and he hits. Ron, I am telling you, that is a huge part of Donovan's game that we don't ever see because he has the ball in his hands. But go back to his draft workout. He was unbelievable on catch and shoots, well, where his ability to get balanced in the air. Berea, long three, no good. Rebound above the free throw line to Rubio. What were you going to say, Ron? Sorry. Well, go ahead. Down low favors in the post. Kicks out to Niang. Open three for George Niang. No, he's missed his last four. Tied at 34. Donovan catch and shoot. Your thought? Well, he's stuck around late in practice today, taking some shots. And, and watch Johnny Bryant work with him on catch and shoot. So it might be something he's thinking about. Finney Smith hits a three. Finney Smith's having an unbelievable year from three, hitting 42%. He's cooled off from his 50 earlier. Donovan working out the left side. Donovan's got nine points to lead the Jazz. Gives it to A.B. Drives on Finney Smith. Hangs in the air. Wraparound pass to Favors, but they'll call a foul first. That was a nifty pass. Too bad. We could have had a highlight there. 37-34 is the score. Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks underway here. Both offenses executing at about 109 rate, which is right on the league average. A little above it. What, what do you think about Vinny Smith, Wesley Matthews? I mean, there's... Undrafted kids yeah. making their way in the league. Yeah, but there's some talk around town about... That they think fit, there's a lot of talk on Locked on Mavericks, let me tell you. Yeah. That... Finney Smith should be starting, and the other night when they won, when Wesley didn't play, they it only fueled the fire of Nick and Isaac. Exactly. 37-36. Kleba, pull-up jumper off the glass and in. He did not mean to bank it. It was such a terrible shot that it went in. 39-36. Mavericks are hitting 56% of their shots. Rubio dribbles off his foot out of bounds on the Nash search dribble. It's unlikely that Dallas can maintain this level of shooting. Their effective field goal percentage right now is 59.6. Jazz is at 53. It's not like the Jazz have been shoddy. It's 7.28. Barrera goes out. The Mavericks are up three. Of course, I would be quick to point out that the shot chart of the Jazz far superior to that of the Mavericks. Mavericks are hitting an unusual amount of mid-range shots right now. Here's Harris. As Dennis Smith back in, as Ron mentioned, Berea changed the game, and Harris promptly turns it over, grabs A.B. as he starts the fast break, and A.B. comes up a little gimpy. Says something to Devin, former teammates. A lot of substitutions tonight. It feels like maybe the game just doesn't have a great flow to it, but it feels like, well, Rick Carlisle actually, someone did this. Carlisle does substitute more than any other coach in the NBA. His, his players come in and out more often. They play shorter stints. Jazz seem like they're matching that a little bit. 39-36. Let's watch what happens with Brea out of the game. He changed it. Ingles gets open on the right side. Doesn't take the three. Gives up top to Rubio. Pick and roll. Rubio driving. Stops in the paint. Kicks to the corner to A.B. He penetrates the baseline. Throws it back up top. But it seems right to Dennis Smith for a fast break the other way. Dennis Smith misses the layup. Rebound out of bounds off the Mavericks. Smith was not a great rim finisher as a rookie. He actually just wasn't a good finisher. He shot 39% overall. Last year, 39%, 31% from the three-point line, averaged 15 points above, only 69% there from the free-throw line. Those are not great lumbers. Great scorer at NC State, super athlete. Oh. Gobert and Ingles trying to pick and roll at the top. Swings left side to Rubio. 
Rubio penetrating. Powell jabs at him. Then Rubio steps through and makes the layup. That's always important for Ricky. That's his first field goal of the night in four tries. Dwight Powell is playing the pick and roll fundamentally far better than DeAndre Jordan. He's just not big enough. Wesley pops out on a curl. A.B. stays tethered to him beautifully. Gives to Powell. Wesley comes back to get it. Curls back underneath for a right-hand floater and scores it. Wesley Matthews scoring 18 a game this year. Well, I thought that play was blown up because they end up, he ended up running into his own man. 41-38. Here's Rubio. Cut off. Out to Niang. Niang for three. No good. George struggling with that shot that he hit at 50% early in the season. It's cooled off a little bit. Top to Powell. Three ball. Good. 44-38. Dallas by six. That's Tom out Quinn Snyder on the Jazz Radio Network. Left to your second quarter. Dallas 44, Utah 38. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Jazz don't have an injury anymore. Howell Neto's been activated and is healthy. Mavericks don't really have an injury either. Kind of an unusual game. All right, out of the timeout. Jazz are just 4 of 13 from 3 tonight. We'll see if they can get that going. That would that would stem the tide of They're getting great looks. They're not hitting. It's Rubio Burks, Ingles, Crowder and Gobert. AB driving, stops outside the paint right block. Hands to Gobert, comes back to get it. Has his back to the basket. Now straightens up off a Gobert pick. Takes the mid-range jumper on the right side. No good. Flies in for the rebound. Taps into the corner. Gobert outruns Smith for it. Kicks to Rubio. Unguarded. Nobody comes to guard him. He doesn't shoot, though. He's one for four today and really struggling, but that's not a great look. Here comes Ingles. Into the lane. Low floater. Air ball. Jazz missing two back-to-back mid-range shots there. Out to Smith. I don't care how much Rubio's struggling. If you're open, you've got to shoot. Got to take that shot. (laughs) 44-38. Smith. Ball fakes Ingles. Ingles bites. Smith goes to the basket. caught in the air. Kicks to the corner to Barnes for three and hits. Dallas out playing Utah pretty substantially right now. They lead it 47-38. Mavericks 5 of 10 from 3. Jazz 4 of 13. Rubio to the basket. A lot of contact. Draws the foul. Ricky, one of the better in the NBA at drawing fouls. Scoreboard's interesting tonight. Ron Washington blowing out Cleveland, who's barely playing. I mean, just in general. 119 to 95. Boston blowing out Chicago. 105 to 74. Boston needing that one. Nothing the Bulls can't solve for you. Miami. Up 20 on Brooklyn. Just blowout city. 93-75. Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Dwayne Casey returned to Toronto tonight. Toronto leads Detroit 92-86. Memphis leads Milwaukee by 10 in Milwaukee. Uh Uh-huh. That one's in the third quarter. Oklahoma City is blowing out the Knicks by 17 tonight with 8-17 left in the third. And Minnesota's up 11 on or 13 on New Orleans. So these are not close games. And Phoenix is up 14 on San Antonio. Both free throws are good by Rubio. Such a good free throw shooter. 47-40. Donovan comes back in. He's guarding Wesley Matthews in the post. Bounce pass stolen by Rubio. 
Well, Donovan fought Wesley Matthews hard enough that he ended up at the mid-post line. Rubio unguarded angle left three, missed it. Offensive rebound, Gobert. Gobert throws it top to Crowder. Crowder's got some airspace. He fires and misses the three. Jordan loses that bound because Gobert hit it. The Jazz are four of 15 from three. And Ricky Rubio's early season shooting struggles are becoming significant. Right block, Matthews. Knocked away by Rubio. Second straight steal by Ricky. Those are the great things he does. Donovan leaves it for Ingles' right side. Nice close by Donkic. Back up top to Ingles. To Matthew, excuse me, to Donovan. Donovan bullets it down to Gobert. Gobert's fouled by Jordan at the rim, and Rudy will get two free throws. Well, that kind of position, I mean, he was so far in front of the rim to the point where Jordan was almost underneath the basket. So all you have to do is just go up. You're going to get to the free throw line. Second. Jordan picks up his second foul. Thank you, Ron. Jazz have missed their last five field goal attempts. Adrian Lizer is our studio engineer tonight. Miranda Tomlinson working back with him as well as the studio assistant. Thanks for their work. We have Olivia again tonight. We do. How would your husband feel about you traveling with us? <laughs> Suboptimal? Okay. We like your work. Well, we go to Philadelphia. It might be a little snow up there, and you don't, those Texans don't like snow. That's true. And our statisticians in Philadelphia are never good. So, we'll just deal with it. <laughs> Rubio misses both, or Gobert misses both free throws. It's 47 40. Here's Donkic. Ball faking Rubio on the switch. Flip back up top to Smith. Smith wants to get to his left hand. And he wants to snake back underneath. Instead, Ingles makes him go right. He steps back to a three and hits. 50 to 40 Dallas. 3.28 left in the second. Rubio comes to the front court. He's got three assists, two steals. Flares it back up top to Crowder. He drives. Jordan pushes out to defend him. Now he's got Jordan at 30 feet, 24 feet. Gives him some airspace. Crowder fires and misses. Jazz are way off on the threes tonight. No, those are not Forest. even close. Another steal. Gobert then goes behind the back to Rubio. Rubio leaves it behind for Donovan. Donovan ball fakes. Bounces out to Ingles. Wide open three. No. And a foul on the rebound on Jay Crowder. The Jazz are 4 of 17 from 3. When was the last time they made one? They've missed seven straight field goals. Do you know how many threes they've missed in a row? I think this foul was on DeAndre Jordan. Yes, it was. They've hit, Jazz have hit one of their last 11 three point attempts. Let's see if I'm right on that. Olivia will check. Olivia's got some pretty good systems over here. One of the last 10, one of the last 12. Foul was on Jordan. That's his third. So Dwight Powell check back in. And Rudy's miss. Rudy's missed three straight free throws. Three in a row. Rudy's minus nine tonight. Jay Crowder's minus ten. We don't see that very often. Remember, it was Carlisle that played hack-a-shack on Gobert early in his career. And then it was Gobert that then made the free throws and talked trash to Carlisle. <laughs> 50 to 41. Jazz have hit one of their last 12 threes. That's turning the game right now. Donkic, step back left-hander is good. Gobert and Donovan upend each other. Both end up on the floor like dominoes. Both get up running fine the other way, but a jump shot is good for Luka Donkic, and the Mavericks are up 11, 52-41. Ingles pops out left side. 
off a Crowder pick. Crowder got hit in the jewels. Kick out to Rubio. Misses badly. Offensive foul on Powell on the rebound. Crowder is seeing stars right now from a below-the-belt shot. And Rudy goes back to the free-throw line. Powell behind Rudy. Boy, he grabs him and He's pushes him there as well. And Rudy actually acted out. The crowds. I love it. We do it, too, but their crowds arguing that call. Well, Rudy makes the free throw. 42, 52, 42. So, Ron, I can't. The Mavericks are outplaying the Jazz right now. But on the other end, the Jazz are getting fabulous looks. They just can't hit anything. I mean, they're 4 of 18 from 3. If they get 23-point attempts in the second half of this game, they're not going to only make four of them. And then they're back in this game, no problem. Which means you really can't complain about what's going on out there on the floor other than the fact that and a technical foul on someone. See, really, other DeAndre than Jordan might have gotten it from the way it DeAndre looks on the bench. Jordan. It is. Apologize. We are further away in this broadcast position than any other spot in the league. So it is really hard for us to see some of those type of things. It was on DeAndre Jordan. Rubio with the technical. Thank you for Adrian Lizer helping me out back in the studio. Set. Got another set of eyes. They're just in Salt Lake. You're, you're as close as we are, though, Adrian. Give an example of how far up we are. You have to take an elevator to get here. Well, the best way I can say it is that we are looking down on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Gobert airballs the sec next free throw. Makes one, airballs the next. He is three of six at the line, two of six at the line tonight. Between Rick Rudy missing a few free throws and going four of 18 from three, it'd be pretty hard to be ahead in this game. They're down nine. See if they can tighten the screws in the next 220. Coming downhill is Donkich. Driving to the basket. Gobert stays with him. He pulls back out to the three-point line. Ten on the shot clock. Donkich driving on, Rubio, on Gobert again. Goes up and travels. He dribbled for 14 seconds. Whoa. He runs away, throwing arm motions at the officials. Still complaining. He's Boy, how does he not get a technical for that? He did. No way I've ever seen a rookie. He traveled. He, did he, he, slid? he just slid. I mean, that's a travel, right? Since he said a magic word or two and swiped his arms at the officials, that's... Andy's a rookie. I didn't think he was getting away with that one. All right, 52-44. The Mavericks are up by eight and flustered. They are outplaying the Jazz in the sense they're making shots and the Jazz are making none. Mavericks are shooting 61% of the Jazz, 39. Effective field goal percentage shells it better. Rubio driving the lane. Underhand scoop and score. Beautiful play by Ricky Rubio. First field goal for the Jazz since the 634 mark of the second quarter. They had missed eight straight shots. You're traveling with us. Great note. 52-46. Donkic working the left side. Trying to go one-on-one Ingles. He hasn't passed in over 30 seconds of handling the ball. He drives, shoots, misses. Rebound Ingles. There's been talk here. This team has not embraced Donkic. Two possessions like that would tell you why. Right side, Rubio. Jazz within six. Donkic just dribbled for 35 seconds without a pass on two possessions. Oh. Bad pass by Donovan. Stolen by Donkic. Donkic on the drive. Donkic the other way. Cross-court pass to Smith. Ball fakes Crowder. Attacks the basket. Throws it out to Matthews. Three ball angle left. No. Rebound Gobert. Jazz dodged a bullet there. 52-46.
Rubio. See if they can get Donkic involved a little bit defensively. That's one of the things they want to do tonight. Matthews on a pick and roll. Three guys on him. Going to the Matthews. Bath, 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 basket. Misses the layup as Matthews gets knocked to the ground. Gobert got bounced around as well. Right corner. Harrison Barnes. Three is good. Something weird happened on that last possession. I have no idea what it was. I apologize. Gobert got knocked and came kind of almost like a ricocheting around. It disrupted Donovan's drive. I thought he traveled. They didn't call it. Here comes Gobert on a roll with a right hand floater from five feet out. It's an air ball. Jazz down nine. Jazz don't want to shoot threes because they've missed 12 of their last 13 attempts. And so they're forcing it inside right now. Down nine. Donkic. Ingles swiping at it. Donkic goes through the legs. Right hand, he wants to step back to the left. Ingles won't give it to him. He steps back right and he hits. That is something else. Three ball, Luka Donkic. That's the shot that won the Eurobasket championship last year. Right in the front of the key, straight away, step back three. Just does it right there, too. The rookie has got himself 10 points, two rebounds, two assists. The Jazz are down 12 at the half, 58-46 on the Jazz Radio Network. First half recap on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Rubio driving the lane, underhand scoop and score. Beautiful play by Ricky Rubio. First field goal for the Jazz since the 634 mark of the second quarter. They had missed eight straight shots. Donkic. Ingles swiping at it. Donkic goes through the legs. Right hand, he wants to step back to the left. Ingles won't give it to him. He steps back right and he hits. That is something else. Three ball, Luka Donkic. That's the shot that won the Eurobasket championship last year. Right in the front of the key, straight away, step back three. Just does it right there, too. The rookie has got himself 10 points, two rebounds, two assists. The Jazz are down 12. So Utah trailing by 12 as we head to the fourth. That was your American first game summary. Brought to you by American First. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union, American First. Visit America First for details. Ricky Rubio left side. He's two of seven. Dallas is really not guarded tonight. Out to Donovan right side three is an air ball. Exactly the opposite of what Alex Jensen just told us in the in the what he wanted out of his players. He said, hey, we're taking our threes too quickly. We've got to drive and then kick out to him. That's how they're getting there. Smith gets into the paint. Hands down low to Jordan who lost it out of bounds. Well, the, that is an inauspicious beginning because Alex Jensen in our coach's interview told us we've got to get into the paint, kick out to open shooters. Those are better looks. They've got to stay out of the paint, and they got into the paint, and we didn't. Well, that play they worked on in, in practice this morning, and, and Donovan knew that you know he was going to be open. Here's Rubio penetrating on Donkic. Nash dribbles around the inside. Stops, hands it off to Gobert at 15 feet. He takes a dribble, floats it out to Favors. Contested corner three for Derek is no good. That's not a good look. It's a three, but it's not a good look. Here's Donkic going behind the back. Works a low left-hand dribble. Gets into the paint. Stops. Drags the pivot foot again. They don't call it this time. Back up to Barnes. Into the post to Donkic. Guarded by Rubio. Takes the dribble. Drop steps to the baseline. Floats it up and out. Gets his own rebound. 
Jones tries to go back at Gobert and faked a beautiful pass to Wesley Matthews. Gobert spun around looking for the pass, and Dockich laid it up and in. He's crafty with the ball, Igor used to say. He just does things that are unnatural, and Donovan dribbles off his leg out of bounds, and this is a terrible start to the second half for the Jets. Dockich is in the top five and maybe even the top three. I know he was leading at one time in front court usage rate, and you can see why. Here comes Smith with a three, no good. Ron Boone just dropped usage rate on me. I just want to make sure everyone heard that. Here's Rubio. They go under the pick at 15 feet. He doesn't shoot it. Left side to Ingles. Ingles drives, tries to lob to Gobert over his head. Wasn't ready. Smith in the open court, driving at Rubio. Blocked by Donovan. Foul on the floor first by Rubio. Well, Ron, you really, after having such a bad first half shooting, you're... You're 4 of 18 from 3. You're 7 of your last 23. You've missed 10 of your last 11. You'd hope out you start and get a few possessions, see the ball fall and get rolling. The exact opposite has happened here. Well, I'd like to see the Jazz now. You know, the half court, boy. Donkage pick and roll. Pulls up on the three misses. Go Donovan, outlet to Ingles. Matthews is back. Meet, reach Ingles at the top floor and blocks it. Right at the rim. Barnes fast break the other way. Matthews trailing for three. Got it. Wow. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Utah's in a world of trouble all of a sudden. What an inauspicious beginning of the second half. And Wesley Matthews blocks Joe Ingles on one end and hits the three on the other. 63-46. Jazz have their largest deficit of 17 on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Here's A.B. Chess it down on the left side. Grayson had 11 against Dallas. He'll just take the three and swish. Grayson Allen with a filthy three over J.J. Barea. Leads Rick Carlisle to take a timeout. And the Jazz, Grayson Allen is just the only person who's really made a play. On the, he had three fouls in four minutes, too. He's not, he didn't play great. We just don't have a player spotlight right now. We're down 63-46. Wesley, excuse me, Donovan Mitchell drives the lane, gets by Wesley Matthews, hands to Rudy Gobert, who dunks. Ron, you want to talk about a bad shooting night? The Jazz are... So far tonight, as Harrison Barnes drives, gets the basket, and lays it up and in. Five of 30 outside the restricted area. Well, Five of 30 outside the restricted area. Donovan for three. Missed it badly. Donovan worked on his shooting after practice today. 30-point bell. Jazz have 48. Nine minutes left in the third. Harrison Barnes working the low dribble. Gets into the paint. Fades off the glass. No. Jordan offensive rebound. Rubio sneaks in and sneaks it, strips it away. Outlet to Donovan on the right side. Tries to bullet a pass through traffic. Donkic intercepts it. Out to Smith for a transition three. No. Rebound Rubio. I just want to let you know that I do not think a 29% shooter shooting a transition three is a good shot, Ron. If you're just wondering. I'm surprised at that as well, David. Lob to favors at the rim. He drops it. It goes out of bounds. Turnover on the Jazz. Two on one fast break. 29%. It's it's his best three-point shot. It's still not a good shot. (laughs) This might be the worst we've looked in quite a while. Uh, According to cleaning the glass, Ron, 
We are currently as a foul on the Jazz on the floor. They put every performance uh, by percentile. We've talked about this a lot, kind of use it on the broadcast time and time. We are right now in the one percentile of all offensive performances for the season. There is not a zero. This is the worst offensive performance by any team all year, basically. Well, how about if we just blame it on the, the schedule? Too much downtime? You know? yeah, I mean, we're, the schedule's going to be brutal. We've got 12 games, which we're playing basically back-to-back-to-back to back to back without staying in any place for more than a night. This one's just not good. Down 65-48 is Utah with 8-17 left in the third. And our effective field goal percentage is bad. Our shooting on the floor is bad. The only good news I have is the Detroit is coming back against Toronto in Toronto. I'm openly rooting for Dwayne Casey tonight. I just want to let everyone know that. It's pretty emotional for him to come back yes. after, what, 12 years? Yes. Great success there. Coach of the year. Free throw good by Donkic. One of the two. Jazz down 66-48. They've been outscored 7-2 in the quarter. 8-2. Donovan, outside to Ingles. Right corner three for Joe. No. Four of 22 from three. One of 10 for the mid-range. Here comes Dennis Smith lobbing over the head of DeAndre Jordan out of bounds. That's because Rudy smelled the play. Got up and he had to throw it over Rudy to try to get it to DeAndre. Jazz down 18. And Wesley Matthews may have just hurt himself. He is grabbing the back of his... Left leg, and he's had a hamstring problem, and he is going straight to the locker room. That is too bad. Yeah, and this is the reason that they're thinking that Smith should probably be getting more playing time now, taking advantage of a situation. Well, he started the other night when Wesley didn't play. Donovan trying to go one-on-one, can't get through. Smith is a great defense player. Out to Rubio for three, no good. Four of 23 for three. Transition. Barnes. No good. Rebound Gobert. 66-48. Jazz down. Here's Favors. Baseline spin to the rack. Reverse layup is good. The Jazz have all but five field goals at the rim. Because they are five of 33 on any shot that's not at the rim right now. 68-48 down 20. Donkic going one-on-one driving. Shooting, missing. I do not like those possessions by him. Well, he, they, understand that is a complaint. I mean, he is. And had, I just mentioned the half court, the usage rate that he has in half court. Where are you getting that? I just read it today. <laughs> You're just so excited to drop that on me. Well, I wanted you to I mean, know that. <laughs> I got to tell you what. You got me laughing down 20. You're doing a good job. <laughs> A.B. gets in the lane. Low dribble. Curls out. He'll take a mid-range jumper. Miss. We're one of 11 on those. So so anyone who's listening is saying, well, we're taking too many threes. No, we're not. Because <laughs> we're shooting below 10% on mid-range shots. Three the other way for Finney Smith. Wide open and good. The Jazz are down 20 Wait, they gave those points to the Jazz on the scoreboard. That might be the way we get credit for stuff. They gave us three points for that that aren't ours. Rick Carlisle goes over to the scores table. 
You know, the other day in my girl, my daughter's game, they were up like 18, and the scores score put it in wrong. And we were in the first half. We had to debate whether we wanted to tell them or not in good sportsmanship. Should Carlisle actually become – maybe that's bad sportsmanship by Carlisle piling it on. Ingles driving, wraps around to Rubio, bypasses, gives it out to the left side to Crowder. No good. Back to Rubio for three. Yes! Ricky Rubio hit a three! We had missed 16 of our last 17? I think. And about nine in a row. Donkic tries to bounce it down to Gobert, but it hits his size, or excuse me, down to Jordan, it hits his size 17 foot of Gobert. All right, give it to me, Olivia. You can write it down. We're not playing charades. We had missed 13 straight. Ricky Rubio's three ends a streak of 13 straight overall misses. There's three misses. Rubio with another steal tonight. Gobert coming down the middle lane. Cross court AB. He hands it off to Crowder. Top to Ingles. Bypasses. Gives to AB. Bypasses. Drives it over to Crowder for a tougher look than any of the three they didn't take. Misses the three. Funny how you they get are shell so shot. out of rhythm right now. <laughs> Driving, Smith, short. Offensive rebound. Kick out to Barnes. Left-hand drive, spinning to the rack. Wild shot, no good, he got fouled. They are totally shell-shot. That's a great phrase, Ron. Probably not on a military day, but... Uh, <laughs> but oops. <laughs> I'll tell you about my oops the other night, but not on the air. <laughs> Third rod, 13 straight three-point misses. In the same time, by the way, I think I'm trying to want, run, wonder what when we ever hit our mid-range shot tonight because that streak's pretty good, too. And the Jazz are shooting 35% oh, no. from the three-point line for the year. Averaging 30 and I'll, making 22. Yeah. It won't even come close. No chance. To by the way, I'm looking at my shot chart. I have no idea where the mid-range shot make is. The shot chart that I have for us has us absolutely goose-egged in the mid-range so far tonight. So that may get changed. Pass inside to Gobert. He's at 8 feet and he can't handle the pass. Turnover, 71-53 Dallas by 18. Top to Smith. Ball fakes. A.B. lets him go left, but he lost the ball. Rubio picks it up. Outlets to Crowder. Tough layup. Missed it. Donkic and Crowder go flying into the basketball standard. Fast break the other way. Finney Smith wearing Daryl Armstrong's number. Hits a three. Dallas by 21. Timeout on the floor. It's Utah getting blown out by the Dallas Mavericks. 74-53 on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, and now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Jazz cannot 
make shots. And that, by definition, makes it very hard to win a basketball game. That's, that's my insight for you. Here's how significantly bad the Jazz are shooting right now. The Jazz just ended a streak of 13 straight misses for three. When Rubio hit it, the Jazz have missed, in my opinion, all 10 mid-range shots tonight. According to Clean the Glass, they have a make midway through the first quarter, in which case they've missed eight straight mid-range shots. They are overall shooting 34%. A.B. in the middle of the lane misses. They're now one of 12 on mid-rangers. Offensive rebound, Gobert puts it back up and in. According to Cleaning the Glass website, the Jazz are... Five, six of 37 outside the restricted area right now. Wow. Donkic lobs up high. Gobert steals it. Outlets to Crowder. Bounce pass to Rubio. Baseline to Burks. Back to Rubio. Ball fakes a three. Drives. Ball fakes again. Throws it away. Wow. They're not Markel Fultz right now, but they're awfully close. Holy and smokes. Rubio and Rubio the leaves the game. Thurl, do you have you never had a night where you had this, did you? Uh, it's a collective night. Maybe I mean, maybe one, you, huh, usually, usually you can find one or two guys that are kind of going on a hot streak, but the Jazz are just really discombobulated as a team right now. And thousands they're getting what they want. Seventy six fifty five, Jazz by twenty down twenty one. Ingles trying to get free on a curl, not there. Gobert comes to get it. Now hands back to A.B. A.B. then flares it to Crowder. Crowder knocked to the ground by Dunkich. Ron, do you want to tell Thurl what you learned about Luka Dunkich? Oh, about him being in the top three? I know he was leading at one time. In what, Ron? In usage rates, front court usage rates. You know, not transition, all that, just front court. Farrell. I'm so proud of you, Buddha. <laughs> hey, every now and then I have to throw one in there just to let David know that I'm I'm aware, even though you don't use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my. But he does handle it quite a bit. 76.55 front court usage rate from Ron Boone. <laughs> High pick and roll between A.B. and Favors. A.B. weaves underneath, lost the ball, but it rolled to Favors. He floats it up from five feet out, and it's not good. Thought we had a mid-range bucket right there. Jazz are 5 of 26 from three and 1 of 13 in the mid-range. Here's Donkic driving into the paint at Gobert. No good. DeAndre Jordan dunks and then hangs on the rim for an extra emphasis up 21. Here's Dante. Swings to Favors. Left side to Burks. Grayson in the ball game. Over the shoulder, back to A.B. Penetrates. Caught in the air. Throws out to Crowder. Perfect execution. Wide open three. It's good. Brings the Jazz to within 20. The excitement ended when I had to go to the scoreboard there. That was the way you're supposed to play. Alex Jensen said to us at the half as J.J. Barea blows by the defense for a layup. And then the Jazz throw the ball out of bounds without any defense around them at all. The uh, Alex Jensen's message through at halftime was that we were just taking the threes too quickly, that we weren't penetrating and kicking back out. The other one was that defensively we had to contain and keep them out of the paint. We cannot contain this team for whatever reason. 
Here's Donkic going one-on-one. -on -one. Step back three to his left air ball. He is one of the most selfish NBA players I've ever seen, and he's a rookie. Well, Like, he's really good, but that's five possessions tonight where he has brought it up and not involved a teammate at all. You think that's causing problems fault. on this team? What was that, Thurl? That's not his fault. No, no, it is. He's been given the green light. Well, I'm sure he, there's murmurs that his teammates haven't bought into him and that maybe DeAndre Jordan stole a rebound as A.B. drives, gets suffocated and fouled by the defense. And the other night, DeAndre Jordan stole a rebound from him that was going to be a triple-double rebound. And it was a pretty blatant shove out of the way of your own teammate to grab a rebound. Even a notorious rebound stealer was looking at the replay with me and thought it wasn't so good. Not to say who that would be, but it might have been in a coffee shop today. And one of those was showing me the video this morning <laughs> on his phone. Another? <laughs> a different one? I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> so there is a little murmur here, but Dallas is on the verge of winning their fourth or their last five. I mean, this Dallas team's going to be six and eight tonight. We're going to be seven and seven. They're Well, they won the first road game. They're well coached. Now they're four and two at home. Yeah. Right now. They know what they're doing. They got some good wins. Beat Oklahoma City the other day. 80 to 59. AB splits the free throws. Well, our game plan that we talked about on the broadcast was to keep them out of transition and to keep them off the free throw line. We actually may have done those two things. We just didn't think we could not make a shot of if, if, under any circumstance. Harrison Barnes in the paint, turns to the middle and scores. Jazz coming to the front court with an effective field goal percentage tonight. I know Ron's, Ron wants to make sure he knows that. Go to the usage rate of 40%. A.B. left side. A.B. lines up Powell. Gets caught in the air. Off rhythm. Throws it back to Dante. Dante goes one-on-one -on, -one on Barea. Lost the ball on the way. Off his hip. Out of bounds. Leon Wood's going to review that. They overturn the call, and it's Jazz Ball. Merritt Kogut takes one for the team. They didn't hit his leg, I don't think. Didn't so, see Dante's leg? I don't think so. I love the aggressiveness there from Dante, but nowhere to go. Five on the shot clock. Inbound to Favors outside the three-point line. Hands to A.B. Takes a dribble to his left. Now attacks. Spins through a lot of traffic. Misses the shot. Shot clock violation. Didn't hit the rim. 24-second shot clock violation. Dallas and you ball. see, when the jump shot's not falling, everyone's trying to get to the rim right now. This is where Donovan not being on the floor right now, he's not having a great night, and not having another score hurts the Jazz because each of these guys is individually trying to bust the Jazz out of this streak, and that's not how we play. Harrison Barnes, catch and shoot, left side three is short. Favors grabs the rebound. Thurl, would you agree with that? No, I do. I do agree with it. I think. A.B. goes one-on-one, -on -one, gets in the lane, bounces out to Exum. Hands out to Crowder. I do want more thoughts from you, but Crowder misses a three. This is going to have to, we're going to have to start doing some searching. This is going to be pretty historic, I think, at the rate we're going right now. You're going to break some records tonight or what? Yeah, I have a um, document that may or may not have been created, right? I, I would not admit that this document actually exists. Um, but I believe, 
I don't know if I can still find it, but there's a document that I made after the Miami game last year that was, I think, titled Bad Offense. Well, I don't seem to find I can't find it. Maybe I never did make that document. Or I deleted it. Berea misses the free throw. Thurl, how do you get... Does this carry over? Is there any concern that this carries over to the next game? Oh, it's one game. I mean, I think the Jazz proved with the Grizzlies, it's hard to beat a team three times. Um, and, you know, this Dallas team isn't bad. I think you know, when you look at what they're doing defensively last couple of games, holding, holding uh, Oklahoma City and the Bulls under 100, I mean, their defense is good. And, you know, you can't blame it all on Jazz. you got to give Dallas some credit for the way they're defending. It's pretty incredible to watch the Jazz. Suddenly get discombobulated. Here's the good news, by the way. Our lowest point total ever in a game is 56. We have surpassed that. That was on February 16th, 1999. That's the lockout year. Scored 56 at Seattle. Powell for three. No good. Jam followed by Finney Smith over the top of traffic. Two seconds. Dante one second. Length of the court. He laid it up and in. Incredible. Dante Exum just went the length of the court in two seconds. Wow. Wow as well to what a third quarter that was. Not in a good way. I guess they did. Jazz trail at 84-61. Thurl, have a wonderful evening. You too, guys. Jazz score 15 in the quarter. The shooting does not get any better. And we're heading to the fourth with the Utah Jazz trailing the Dallas Mavericks 84-61. They did not count Dante's bucket. So we're down 84-59 as we head to the fourth quarter. Alley-oop to the basket. Derek Favors intercepts it. And Tabo Cephalosha is getting some time tonight. And pass to Favors. He just dropped the ball. Fast break the other way. Dwight Powell slam dunk. Holy smokes. I mean, it is just not going right tonight. 86-59. Lowest shooting percentage in Jazz history is 28.7. We're at 34. We should be all right. Donovan suffocated, double teamed, turns it over. J.J. Barea, body bump by Derek Favors, out of bounds, over the front row and into the second row. Bunch of Dallas guys getting up in on Derek. Come on now. I don't think that was... Derek probably should get away from Dallas's bench, but now Derek's hot. I just think that was a 6-1 point guard. It's too quick for a 6-11 big, but maybe not. I don't have a good camera angle. Brea went flying into the bench. Dallas didn't. De- Dallas definitely thought that was. Yeah, there was a good hip check there by Derek. Now they see the replay. That was not a natural movement with the right hook. Hips. Tell me if you see, when you see it again. Well, I thought he ran into him, without a doubt. Yeah, he hip-checked him, and then J.J. went flying over the bench and into the second row, and he's limping around a little bit. We'll see what that call is. It's going to be either a flagrant one or a flagrant two. 
See if we can get that in our ears when they go over there, and we'll find out what they're looking at. All right, let's with better news. Let's go to uh, with the Jazz down 86-59 here. Let's go to Detroit and Toronto. There's .1 seconds left. Wayne Casey is returning to Toronto as the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. In this ball game, Toronto was ahead the entire way, and then fighting their way back, the Detroit Pistons outscored. Toronto by 11 to tie it at 104. Here's the close. All the wrong. Gets it in. Bullock. Oh, they won it. They won it. Reggie Bullock for the win. Dwayne Casey in his return to Toronto sees his team come back from 19 points down. Are wow. you kidding me? Holy mackerel, what a win. Coming back from 19 points down, Dwayne Casey was often criticized for his inability to make coaching decisions and close games. And the Detroit Pistons beat the Toronto Raptors 106-104. They are reviewing it right now. The Siegfried and Jensen Review, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, who have been reviewing injury cases and helping people in Utah for over 30 years. Are trying their first decision is whether it was a common foul or a flagrant. And the NBA replay center is looking at it. And they are. We'll see whether it's a flagrant one or a flagrant two. And it does sound as though JJ Barrett. He said flagrant one, right? Didn't he? I, he did, but we're not supposed to reveal what they said. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> We're supposed to reveal what they're talking about. So they're deciding between a flagrant one or flagrant two. CNN officially called this race for a flagrant one. There may be a recount, and we may have a few more weeks of this, Gotta and a check. few more debate of whether which ballots count and what signatures matter hey, this, this and all is, this. But there's also a technical foul on J.J. Barea because when he came off, Back onto the floor, he had something to say to one of the players that kind of infuriated people. So uh, so that's why Berea got the technical foul. Well, this is, let's pretend this is Florida and we have to read the, the, well, the ballots are always uh, wrong Marco Rubio's got things to say and <laughs> all sorts of debates about our democracy and Donovan Mitchell is now counting. What are those things? Not what were those things called in the Florida recap? Chads. Chads. Yeah. Donovan charks one chat up for Utah. They're down. We're gonna, it's going to take one hell of a recount to make up 26 points, though. Yeah. <laughs> 86 to 60. The Jazz are down. JJ Barea with a flagrant one on faves. Epe Udo's in. Quinn Snyder has waved the white flag. I I got to tell you what. If they had called that a fl- after watching that replay a bunch of times, I, I don't think I can quibble with that call. All right, Jazz are down 28 now. How about Dwayne Casey, Ron? That's like the happiest thing that made me happy all day. Well, they knew it was going to be an emotional game for him, and, and the players that he that played for him thought so as well. Well, one thing Dwayne Casey's players have always done is played awfully hard. Kleber misses a three-point shot, gets his own rebound that bounces twice, then floats it up, misses in the Jazz rebound. Whew, the Jazz are just really slow on everything. Grayson Allen, deep in the right corner pocket, missed the three, too deep. 
The Utah Jazz are 6 of 29 from 3. They are down 88-60 as Dwight Powell lays it up and in. The Jazz are down 30. Memphis and Milwaukee are going to the wire as well. We'll check on that. Stay with us. We're going to have fun for the rest of the night. I promise you that. So, Ron, the Jazz are down 30. I have had a question I wanted to ask you all day. We have this drama. Grayson Allen turns it over. In Golden State, we've had drama in Minnesota. We've had a lot of it has to do with the players were now on power. But if in your era of playing, we had Twitter, Facebook, every single media coverage and all the stuff, agents and everything else as the Jazz fast break, Grayson Allen in the lane, floats up a right-hander. It's another turnover. Let's go back to our conversation. This is really ugly. Um, with all... Was there as much drama? Was there as much stuff going on when you were playing? Is that just embedded in this game, or is this? Do you no, think this is all new? It wasn't that much drama. Why? Because it wasn't. Grayson nope. Allen just got tangled up with Dwight Powell as Dallas scores. Grayson now has five fouls in eleven minutes. They go fly into the ground together. You know, there, there were no cut contracts. Player didn't have. Players didn't have as much power as as they have now um, and it was just a different game to the point where players are, are power enough to make decisions on what who they want to play for and how they you know th that type of thing that wasn't the case back you know back when we played another Siegfried and Jensen review with 938 left in the fourth 9260. And they're going to check whether it's a flagrant on Grayson. It, this one, I would say it. They're going to check and see when the shot went in and whether or not there's anything more than a common foul. So, J.J. Barea flooded back. The shot's off. It will count. And then Allen and Powell got hooked up, and I don't think that'll be anything more than a common foul, but it was just an awkward play. 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus and Linden inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out. Nick Vucevic puts in the free throw, and it's a two-possession game. Here's Vucevic with the second free throw, and it is indeed 111-106, and the Sixers take their final timeout. Wow, Nick Vucevic had 30. Orla wow, Orlando outscores the Philadelphia Jimmy Butlers 35-19 in the fourth quarter tonight to beat Philadelphia 111-106. Embiid went 6 of 20. He did have 10 assists. And the early Twitter reports are that they went to Embiid instead of Butler late. We'll see how that sits. We'll watch that one on the plane tomorrow. How's that? Yeah, why not? Did you hear Embiid's comments about how soft the league is mm -hmm. and, and he's going to take advantage of it? Yeah, do you think he's going to get someone's going to take a shot at him? You think, or you think players are all right with the way he's talking? I hate to say that someone would do something like that, David. But, but I mean, he's he pretty is. much taunting the entire league. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ron, you can keep talking. We're, we're down 32. Yeah. We got eight minutes left. We can just hold, you know, you and I can just, you know, Ron. Little did I know that I had you host a talk show for a bunch of years when you hated me for that, solely so that you'd be prepared for moments like this. Mavericks throw it away. Well, 92 to 60, 9.05 left here in the quarter. The Jazz are trailing, and they if you're just tuning in, they 
Trailed 30-24 at the end of one. 58-46 at the half. They were down 12. They came out and just had an awful three minutes of the third quarter, and that just about did it. Royce O'Neal in the ballgame. And the Jazz are on 84-59 after a 13-point quarter. Dante driving to the rack, lost the ball out of bounds. That's because it was flipped away. Jazz don't have a feel. You feel like I haven't told you about any Jazz highlights? Because the Jazz don't have a field goal in like five minutes. One free throw, a technical free throw that was made by Donovan Mitchell, who has 10 points. Ricky Rubio with 11 leading the way for the Jazz. And look at that. And the Jazz turn it over again. They have been really poor. And Devin Harris just adding injury to insult, tries to launch a three in transition, missed it. Grayson Allen with five fouls, drives on Kleber, out to Royce O'Neal. He gets into the paint, gets fouled. Jazz have six turnovers and three shot attempts in the quarter. I mean, I don't want to just keep pounding on this, guys, but let's just say this is the worst offensive performance by any team in the NBA this year. Like, that's actually not me making that up or being hyperbolic or anything like that. That's actually what it says in the little notes I have in front of me. Just did, just did, balls just did not fall, and it built on itself as the night went on. Yeah. It started to get worse. Confidence started to dwindle, not just on one player, but most of them, especially from the three-point line. Open shots got ignored, and the rhythm just fell apart, right? Yeah. Uh, 92-61, Jazz down by 30. O'Neal splits the free throws. Jazz were 17 of 45 at halftime, so that makes them 5 of 22 in the second half. But the Jazz, the Jazz missed 13 straight threes at one point. According to my notes, they missed 12 straight mid-range shots before they made one, but the Cleaning the Glass site has them at 2 of 16. They are 8 of 39 outside the restricted area tonight. Allen, right-hand dribble, floats up a right-hander, no. And the rebound comes down to Finney Smith. It's 92-61. J.J. Barea blows by Grayson Allen, lays it up and in easily. You know, usually you say run the clock run when you got a chance to win a ball game. (laughs) Jazz lose this one again. Diving like Pete Rose to the corner is... Dwight Powell. Berea jetting into the right side, gets pulls back out Udo. And Rick Carlisle takes a timeout. Well, there's seven minutes of 31 seconds left, and by league rules, we are obligated to play them, so we will. 94-61, Jazz down 33 in Dallas tonight on the Jazz Radio Network. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Philadelphia 76ers. They lead by two. Two minutes gone by. Jimmy goes back door. Butler hangs, puts it up. Remy, good. Jimmy Butler with his first basket as a sixer. Over to Reddick. JJ Fakes drives on Gordon to the left side. Butler. Butler gets a two hand slam. Loose plays on the last two sequences that missed three. And that chop. Here's Jimmy in the lane. Gets by everybody. Just powers right through the magic defenders. 
Steve Clifford says, come on, move your feet. You're not going to stop Jimmy Butler. He's a new Sixer, baby. The Sixers lead 77-70. to Looking for Shamit or Butler. Jimmy runs at a corner, receives it. Long shot in the air. No good. Rebound Orlando. And the Orlando Magic come back to beat the Sixers here at home. Final 111-106. NBA now, they'll be focused on Philadelphia's loss tonight late in that ballgame. Jazz come out with Grayson Allen, Tavo Cephalosha, Royce O'Neal, George Niang, and Epe Udo. Royce O'Neal drives the left side, throws a pass to the military guy in the front seat on seats for soldiers. And that turnover... And the Jazz have 22 turnovers. They have seven turnovers in the fourth quarter. They've taken three shot attempts. They trail 96-61. This is not good. Dwight Powell inside, followed by Udo. Donate blood with ARUP Blood Services. They don't need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by. Without helping someone that needs you right now, check out utahblood.org for where to donate. Jazz trailed by six at the end of one. They trailed at 12 at the half. But really, my feeling at the half run was we were four of 18 from three. We hadn't hit a shot all night. And you were still kind of at least in a little bit of range. And you felt like, all right, you come out with renewed energy in the third quarter. You start hitting some of your threes. You're back in this ball game. And instead, the Jazz just came out dead to start the... Got outscored right away, 5-0, Quinn Snyder timeout. Then I think the run to open up the third quarter got to be as big as, I mean, very quickly this game got away from the Jazz. And by the next timeout, it was 74-53, and we were done. Now it's 98-61, we're playing out the string. Tabo throws another one away. But Dallas kicked it out of bounds, nice enough to give us another extra possession. Well, they started the third quarter off oh, turning the oh. ball over. We don't have a field goal since the 244 mark of the third quarter. All right, it's time to go to the document. It is made. The worst shooting percentage in Jazz history was in 19, it was in 2014. Oh, I called that game. I remember Grayson Allen, left side three, no good. How many misses in a row is that, Olivia? The Jazz are shot 29% against Minnesota on January 18th of 2014. My wife's birthday. Powell, three from the left side, no good. Rebound comes down to Udo. Jazz still looking for their first field goal the fourth quarter with 6-12 left. Cephalosha, no good. Three right side. What else do you want to know about poor performances by the Utah Jazz, Ron? Well, I'd like to know when was the last time the Jazz missed. Oh, missed threes. Yeah. Jalen Brunson goes up and under George Niang and lays it up and in. How many points do we have in the second half? Well, we only scored 13. Okay, we've never scored less than 25 points in the second half. We only have 15. So we're in a historical second half here. The worst scoring half of the Jazz, I believe, was against the Miami Heat last year, November 10th. Hey, it's November 14th. We're really trying to replicate last year at a strong level. Maxi Kleiber hits it on the right baseline. It's 102-61. The Jazz are down 41. Ron, the efforts we're going to try to recreate the magic of last year. It was on November 10th of last year that the Jazz scored 25 points in the second half. We lost that game by 10, though. 84-74. We're down 102-61 here and do not have a field goal in the fourth quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. 
Jazz down 102-61. This one is beginning to become a historically bad performance by the Jazz as Dante Exum drives to the basket and scores. Before that, the Jazz offensive rating was a 68.3, which would be by far the worst offensive outing in the since 1996 when I could find numbers for offensive efficiency. Three from the right side is up and in for Brokoff. They've cleared their bench. Measury, Brokoff all on the bench. 105-63. That field goal by Dante Exum was the Jazz' first field goal since the 244 mark of the third quarter. We have 445 left. Alley-oop. Epeudo. Slam dunk. All right. We're busted out, Ron. We're going to avoid records. Let's hope so. Worst scoring half in 40 years of Jazz basketball is 21. Jazz are at 17 right now. I can't imagine. No, we're at 19 right now. I can't imagine in today's game. Oh, right, with the pace and everything else? Right, yes, that score that fewer points. Our worst offensive efficiency game since 1996 was last year against Miami. We had a 75. No, that's not true. I don't have them sorted. Oh, the worst ever is against Indiana in 2005. We had a 67.1. Measury scores it. The 2005-2006 Jazz team put up some offensive numbers that were pretty putrid. Grayson Allen working on a... On broke off, and it's a foul. In 1999, the Jazz had an offensive rating of 65.6 against Seattle. And then in 2000 against the Lakers, they had an offensive rating of 67.4. Ooh, a 30-point balance. Grayson Allen misses going to the basket. Jalen Brunson, NCAA champion last year, takes out the right side. It's 107-65 Dallas. Brunson. Slides off a pick to the right. Dante switches on him. Brunson, step back jumper. Good. Let's find out who rang that 30-point bell. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Giannis to the rim and scores. Oh, it was a bullet train right down the center of the green paint. Giannis out of the Kumbo. Royce O'Neal, three. No. Wait a sec. Are we on, like, another one of our droughts? What are we like? Have we missed something like 18 of our last 19 threes? Like, Jay Crowder made the one, but we don't have any others in the second half. Fast break the other way off a steal. And a foul call before the Jazz get the shot off. Jazz are down 109-65. By the way, Giannis had 30 tonight. Memphis, though, was giving Milwaukee all they could handle. I don't know if we have a final finish there to go to. But what a big win that would be for Memphis if they could go into Milwaukee and get a road win against the Bucks. The Western Conference domination of the East. Dante, they, they did not guard our point guards tonight. That was part of the problem, Ron. There were a lot of problems, but the not guarding the point guards really disrupted the offense. Udo misses a mid-range shot. Yeah, why guard them if they're not making any any buckets? And then Oops. you get to the point where you're, you stop taking them as, there as well. Measuring the lane, goes to dunk it, misses, and a foul. Ron Boone, I lied to you earlier tonight. I'm really, really sorry. I need to apologize to you. I, it's the first time ever, too, isn't so it? So I was on Cleaning the Glass website earlier in the game and looked at our offensive efficiency for the night, and it said we were in the one, the first percentile. And the way I understood percentiles, I didn't think you could be 100th percentile, and I didn't think you could be 0 percentile. But I just refreshed Cleaning the Glass, 
And unfortunately, I just discovered that it is possible to have a zero percentile offensive performance, meaning that this outing right now by Utah is the worst by any team this year so far. I'm sorry. I learned something today. <laughs> we'll take the final timeout. No, we won't. This was, a, this was just a minute timeout. We are 2 of 15 in the second half from three. When did we make those two? I don't remember. Crowder made one. Not Crowder. No, Crowder didn't have one? No, you got one by Udo. Crowder's one of nine. No, and threes. Udo, Udo and Exxon. Is that their number that made it? So number th Rubio made a three. He's one of five tonight. And Crowder. Since oh, you mean in the second yeah, half? Yeah, in the second half. So we oh. have, we're two of eight, 15 from three. From that one, how many have we missed? I mean, not like the game was close at that point either. Rubio broke a streak of 13 straight misses. And then after that, we proceeded to miss. We'll figure it out. It's just not good. It's just unfortunate. Bad night. You know the good news, Ron? There's another ball game. I believe in averages, and I believe everything regresses to the mean. Mm -hmm. So for this night, we're going to get a good one somewhere. But, I mean, the well, we shooting Philadelphia. tonight, we're not a great shooting team, but we're not this bad. We missed 13 straight, then Rubio hit a three, and then after that we missed another six or so. No, then since Crowder, we've missed six more in a row. How many did we miss in a row between Rubio and Crowder's three? Just one? We got hot there for a second. We hit two out of three. Dante gets fouled on a drive to the basket. It's not the three-point shooting, by the way, if you're just tuning in. The Jazz are two, according to Cleaning the Glass, the Jazz are two of 17 on all mid-range shots tonight. Six of 32 on all three-point shots. Eight of all, eight of 49, Ron, on any shot that's not at the rim tonight. Eight of 49. Whoa. Again, I'm going to blame this on the downtime. I mean, just but our downtime wasn't that unusual. We only had one night. Just feels like we've been out forever. And we haven't even started. We're all chirping and fighting to get together today, all mad at each other. We got like another five days on the road. We being the broadcast crew. Don't worry about the players. They're fine. O'Neal swirls out, gives it to Cephalosha. Left corner, Grayson. Quick release corner, three deep in the cup, comes out. Because why would it stay in? Jazz are 24 of 77, 31% shooting. A few more misses, we could get into the worst offensive shooting nights. Jazz have 66 points passed by Kleber as a turnover. Dante has it. Dante kicks. O'Neal bypasses. Gives out to O'Neal. He's run off the three-point line. He gets cut off. Flares over to Dante. Corner three for X. No. Worst Boy, shooting percentage. Is... The Jazz five, four times in Jazz history have the Jazz been below 30% shooting. If they miss another shot, they're going to be there again. So what would you do? Would you call off practice tomorrow? We don't have practice tomorrow. Good. <laughs> I might practice tomorrow. Brunson lays it up and in. I mean, this was the disappointing thing is just, I mean, it's just avalanche. There's not, you know, it happens. This is bad, though. This may be the largest loss in Quinn Snyder's year. I have not checked to see 
Um, this might be getting there toward largest losses in Jazz franchise history, actually. As he goes to Basketball Reference, thank you to the great people of Basketball Reference who allow me to do quick searches while live on the air. 126. Team Game Finder left in this one. 116 to 66. My abacus tells me that that's a lot. Grayson scores a right-hand floater. And the Jazz. Interesting to see what post-game comments there are. Down low, Measury lays it up and in. That's 50 points, right? 118 to 68. We're down 50. How many, Ron, you've called like every game in Jazz history, basically. How many times have they lost by 50? I was trying to remember if we've ever lost. I don't think the Jazz have ever lost a game by that many points. I'm, I'm guessing they have. I can't, well, what? You just I don't know. Don't. I'm just guessing. They have to have, right? You say you can't believe well, it. I'm, it, it, I'm it, believing it. that you can't remember, and I'm hoping I never remember tonight either. <laughs> well, if you go back to 79, and I mean, since in the 30 years that I've been, no, I can't remember anything All like right. that. Well, I'm believing you can't remember, and as I'm saying, I hope I don't remember this one either. <laughs> <laughs> And the Jazz will finish the night shooting 31.3%. They score 68 points in the second half, which or second in the game, which is 22 points. Oh my! Nine points in the fourth quarter. If somebody's around and can do a, the basketball reference search for me. I couldn't get it done while calling the game. How many points? Nine. Nine. So 22 points in the second half is the second worst half in the history of the Jazz. Utah 68, your man's In the 40 years of Jazz basketball, only once before have the Jazz ever scored fewer points in a half, and that is the fewest points the Jazz have ever scored in a second half. The Jazz offensive rating to finish the night unofficially I don't have it, but it's bad. Well, I can do a quick math on it. It's about a 68, which would put this in range for possibly one of the four or five worst offensive performances of all time. Mavericks made 11 of their last 12. That probably will bother Quinn Snyder more than anything else is the fact that the Mavericks made 11 of their last 12 as though the Jazz really wilted there. Yeah, you're going to have bad shooting nights. You don't expect to have a bat as, as bad as what we're seeing right now. Um, but usually defense is what coaches are going to harp on there. Well, that is a Britain. I'm, I'm trying to Jake. think of something positive to say. The New Orleans Jazz. Working hard. Well, I can't hear you, Britton. Sorry. Hopefully, they'll turn it up. The Ben Dowsett just tweeted out the New Orleans Jazz 56-point loss to Milwaukee in 1979 Oof. is only wider margin in franchise history. Oof. So, in 40 years of Jazz basketball, we have never lost by 50 before. Making Ron Boone right. 
Haven't you learned this by now, David? Booner's always right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> do we have to do a post game, guys? Can we just wrap it up now? Yeah, because you know why? Because I would have taken a hot poker in the eye rather than call the last 732 that I can <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I believe it. We went 3 of 16 in the fourth quarter. We scored 9 points in the fourth quarter. Um, only because I happen to have this note will I share with you that the Jazz on 12 other occasions in franchise history have scored fewer than 9 points in a quarter. Mm. It was a historic night, a Historic gentlemen. night, but this night to me, I'll, I'll try to take one serious stab at this. This was about the Jazz, not the Mavericks. I mean, the Jazz, the, even they've played them three times, I understand that, but I, I, would, I would expect a blowout loss like this against Toronto and Toronto, right? Or uh, the Celtics in Boston and when, when they're hot or something. But this just seems strange. This, this was the Jazz not taking care of their own, their own uh, problems or their own business, I guess we could say. It's a really interesting question of whether or not you have this bad a night against good teams. Like, is it, or is this just one of those things where you just have a bad night and it doesn't matter who you're playing? I, I think it's a great question, David, yeah. because in my mind, you, you, you bear down, you uncover every stone as far as mental preparation goes when you go into a, a tough game. Like, again, like a Toronto on the road. Um, but maybe there's just some things that players individually, again, those mental notes they sort of ignored coming into a game like Dallas because you've beat them twice and you think, you know what, I don't have to be 100% ready because we'll beat them anyway. And I don't I don't see the coaching staff doing that at all, just the character of this coaching staff, but players individually, I had teammates that I knew checked out or didn't check off all those, those uh, pre- game preparation things they should. Maybe it's the night before or maybe it's – not going through their same routine, but they, the Jazz just looked so off. I'm sure they each could look back and say, well, I shouldn't shouldn't have done that. I should get I back go, to it. I want to go back to something, Ron, you kept saying in the broadcast that I kind of agree with. I don't know if Ron, Ron's looking away, so I don't know if Ron can hear me. Ron, can you I'm hear not. me? Oh, Ron's not listening to me anymore? Okay. Checked <laughs> <laughs> <I> out. <laughs> can I get you? Your, said it checked out. May I get your attention for a moment? <laughs> So you kept saying something in the broadcast that I think is really interesting because I think you have a great ability to feel what the players are feeling. And you kept saying it's because I think we've had so much downtime. And it feels that way like we have had that much downtime. But, like, we only had one day off between games, right? Yeah, well, for the most part, you had three days, two and a half days anyway. We get we, we played on today is Wednesday. We played on did Monday. we play Monday? Played Monday. Monday. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm actually kind of have the same feeling. But it, feel, but it right. feels like you've you've. You why? Know, I wonder why. Here we are, three days into the into the road trip, and it seems like longer than yeah, that. It really does, guys. I can't explain. Like Bowler and I were joking today that we were three days. Like there is a point. Um, uh. There was, there's a point in a road trip, if I'm really honest about the broadcast crew. We'll talk about the broadcast crew instead of players. That's probably a good idea right now. The, where, where we all, like, don't want to see each other for one more second. Like, the final night of a road trip, final day of a road trip, we'll, like, get on the plane. Nobody will say a word to anybody. Everybody get off, say, see you Thursday at the arena, right? Like, it's like, okay, we're done. That's actually, I think, how all of us were with each other today. And we've only been on the road for three days. I was joking with Bowler, like, we're going to kill each other. Like, I don't know why that is. We just had a long homestand. So it doesn't. I it doesn't 
make sense, but you, I would you, say you, that you, I you, kind of agreed with you. You just mentioned we got we on a 12-day road trip, even though we've had two ball games at home. So we're on the road, David. Yeah. So guys, we have no good. This answer. is the NBA. Well, we uh, will let you uh, separate then and get back to your hotel, and we'll figure out a way get to a, get uh, away from each other. We'll figure out a way to make this sucker <laughs> interesting. I want to check. On, I want to check on one thing. <laughs> All right, Ron Boone. You've been in the league since 1969. Eight. 68. You've been involved with jazz basketball since 1979. All 40 years of jazz basketball with a little intermix of selling Converse shoes or something in the middle. You've been, or whatever it was. Wasn't yeah. that what it was? Children's shoes. Children's shoes. Yeah. You, you were, that was hot, right? I just mixed you up with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does it feel like to experience something you've never ever experienced <laughs> in your whole life? I don't know if I've ever been beaten like this. You know, this, this, is, this is hard. I mean, it makes you – now, just think about what I'm saying now because you, you get beat by a team that you've beaten already twice. Now, this is the NBA. Every team is capable in the NBA of beating you. But when you can't make a shot, then all of a sudden your teammates – and, and you, we saw this tonight, guys passing up shots, afraid to shoot, and not having the confidence that the shot is going to go in. I mean, that was a recipe there for disaster right there from the start. I mean, how many times did you see – Guys passing up shots because hurting my field goal percentage. And basically that's what it boils down to. Huh, Britton? Yeah, I mean, Have you ever it's passed a strange up a shot night. Because you were worried about your field goal percentage? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, because you don't want to look like the guy that's ruining it for the team, especially if you're not the main guy. You know, if, now there's. I, I, I play with Bill the Hill McGill. Yeah. And he would come off the floor, and he knew what his field goal percentage was right then. Oh, geez. He would tell you. If he went four for five or maybe three for ten, when he sat down, he could tell you his field goal percentage. Well, he's good at math. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Can we talk about Dwayne Casey? Okay, never mind. All right, boys. Well, hey, we will uh, talk to you on Friday night in the city of brotherly love. Great job uh, calling night, that uh, that sneaker tonight. Great job, no, guys. David, no, no. And I, David and I are going to go up there and put some glue on that Liberty Bell, see if they can fix it. All these years, they just have not been able to fix the problem. <laughs> so we're going to go and try to fix it. If anybody could figure it out, you too, kid. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. There you go. David Locke, Ron Boone. We'll try and uh, make some sense of this one coming up next when uh, we kick off your Jazz game night postgame show. The Jazz lose by 50, 118-68 right here on the Zone Radio Network.